I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Gary gets here. Walks across the dead ball line. Now sprints back for Manly. Up he goes. Changes direction. This is rugby league, folks. Have a look at it. Links up with Cherry Evans. And still on for Manley. Away from Hess. Kicks in field. Look who's there. Tom. I'm happy with that. Big chase there. My goodness. Hello and welcome to the SC Playbook Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Pat and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. I'm your host, Tim Williams. Back on deck after a little voyage overseas for back into the game. And uh, Spy, very excited about it. How have you been, mate? Good, mate. Couple of weeks off. Um, actually, I'm finally back. Not in Supercoach, but physically, I've been crook. I actually it's got been a, a rough physical run for you, hasn't I it? I finally figured it out. I had the kissing disease, glandular fever, and I didn't get to kiss any good sorts. So, I mean, what's the point of that? <laughs> Earned so, nothing out of it. Yeah, I don't know how I got it, but that's why I've been so run down for bloody about two months. But You've yeah. also just low key brushed your wife. <laughs> Well, I know she didn't have it, so it can't be her. But you, you said you didn't kiss any good sauce yeah, through that period. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't let her listen to this bit. Yeah, God, I hope she has to listen to the SC Playbook podcast. I'm not, I'm not showing her tonight. <laughs> uh, Supercage, I do have. I have found a little bit of form in Supercage as well. Um, couple of weeks ago, got down to 13K and it was just a bit of a crisis meeting. Had a truth session with the boys. We're back up to 11. We're just starting to go up again. But yeah, realistically, just a tough, tough year, boys. Has gone my way. Probably my worst ever season by some margin, but there's some time to rectify it. Um, and on the flip side, the actual rugby league is as good as I can ever remember mm. in terms of like top eight, style of footy, and Sean, Bloody Johnson and the Warriors. So yeah. I'm really getting around that. Um, they're at opposite ends. My Supercoach season's here, rugby league season's <laughs> up here, except for our poor mate on the right yeah. here. It's only that. going to get better as well with the bye period finally behind us. Also with us, Quantum CEO, Bulldogs Director, Adam Drusey adds, how are you, mate? Also been uh, voyaging. Yes, no, good to be back. Uh, had a good couple of weeks in the US and UK, so same time as you. So that's all good. My Supercoach side has gone better while I've been away. So You are humming. Yeah, no, I'm going all right the last few weeks. So it's come from an embarrassingly low 30,000 to be 8,000. So I've overtaken Spy. Straight to the points of you. So we're, yeah. we're, it's less embarrassing, I would say, <laughs> rather than particularly good. But yes. yeah, and, and unlike Spy, I'm finding the season difficult because the dogs have, um, have struggled the last few weeks. So that's been tough, but... We'll be, we'll be back. We're just long-term. long-term yeah, see, I, I came back with the philosophy of don't Europe and supercoach, mate, but unfortunately you've sort of proven that wrong because you've gone on a tear. The Stallions, on the other hand, oh, Jesus Christ, mate, we're, we're in a rut. We're t- 10, 10.50 on the weekend. I dropped from when I left. There were three rounds of footy from twenty three or 400 or something to 7,200 overall, so... Feel like the spy. Like I'm starting to understand what it's like to be in your shoe, spy. It's called the free fall, mate. Yeah, you know, rectify it sooner rather than later. Yeah. So the weekend was just I didn't own Caelan <coughs> Ponga, sitting at the airport at Heathrow in London, watching that game live, and KP had two try assists in the first ten minutes. <laughs> When he finished that game on one thirty-seven, or I thought it was a miracle. I thought we were going to see the Supercoach record. Now I feel like thirty minutes after that, if you were still watching, they didn't go back to that left edge and just run the same play. I'm like. Just do it. You'll just score again. you just keep scoring. And they were just mixing things up a little bit. He honestly could have gone 250, hey? He could, I, I couldn't understand why they just t- didn't keep giving it to Caelan. Every time they did, yeah. he... Just run that shape, left edge, give it to him. 
three on two every time. They had three on yeah. one the they first couldn't time. Stop it. They couldn't stop it. Yeah, anyway. If I boarded that plane <coughs> 10 minutes into that games, a 30-hour <laughs> long-haul flight, not knowing the score and Ponga being on 60 after eight minutes, I would have just been in tears the whole time. The flight attendant would have been sitting there giving me boxes of tissues. Thankfully, it didn't. And, yeah, anyway, 137. So, yeah, it did that. I... Then decide I'm like, all right, I'm gonna gonna bit take a bit of a gamble. I won't skip a Nico Hines. Thought the Warriors would do a job on the Sharkies. He got about 75. Thought happy days. Go Mitch Moses, 41 against the Gold Coast Titans. So anyway, this so I dropped 3,300 spots on the weekend. Genuinely gutted about it, but I did get Fafita back in, Munster back in. Keep saying it. Side set up well, but. You sound no. flat, mate. You do. I am flat. I feel like I as a flat. coach, you, we need to pump up your uh, yeah. your confidence, mate. You sound like you're taking hard. Yeah, well, fortunately, we'll get you back. Fortunately, my how many uh, trades you got left? Uh, I've got eight, and I've only got about two people I need back into my team. Okay, so well, a, I'm happy. And one of my strike weapons who has been ready to go big all season, but doesn't seem to want to play any games for me, Brian Toto. <laughs> he's going to go 200 plus for me this weekend, and it'll be back to the uh, the top three, 2,000. <laughs> we'll get to that shortly. Today's show, key takes from Team List Tuesday, stacks and stacks of guns back in. One gun gone out. Uh, topic for the week, we're going to go pod hunting, point of difference hunting, go through Adam's true player ownership stats and go through each position, the low ownership players that we think are worth a little bit of a sniff if you're trying to make up some ground. Hot topics for the week, as always, Nico Hines, potential anti-pod opportunity on Nico this week. I know Walsh is looking at it. I know the Spy is looking at it. Around 20 on trade and skipper plans, few listener questions, then wrap it up. Before we get into it, though, a few shout-outs. Firstly, Maxi Bryden, hosted in my absence, one of the great men of the planet, great men of the Supercoach circles, cricket, NRL, gun, spy. He killed it. He brained it while his way. Did well, mate. If you go back and listen to the first one minute of the first show, he was bloody nervous and he stuttered a bit. As soon as he got through that first minute, off and flying. And by week two, he was bringing out games and all these sort of bracketology stuff. It was, it was yeah. good fun. It was good fun. Yeah, if we had a boss, I'd be out, he'd be in, but fortunately we don't, so Maxie's <laughs> out. Shout out number two, everyone who chipped in uh, to SC Playbook Wiles Way, Desi Creek, Charlie Dad's behind the scenes, he's our SC Playbook AFL pin-up boy there, uh, Maddie the water boy, Guru, everyone chipped in bits and pieces, so thankful to all of them to make sure SC Playbook run normally. And shout out number three, Popper Blackhead, coached by Brett, a long-time SC Playbook subscriber, won the week overall this week by 27 points. He absolutely shattered in. So, good on... Yeah, good. Yes. On your Brett. Good stuff, mate. And uh, he's very much on the charge. I think Brett beat me by 600 points this week. Yeah. Close. Yeah, yeah. It was tight. His side looked unreal. When I saw that yes. side of one, I was like, wow, what <laughs> yeah. a... Oh. I've got look. a random stat for you, boys. Speaking of crazy stuff, I've mentioned a few times I sort of casually do AFL Supercoach because I just love my sport. I just want in. I'm nearly in front of my NRL side in Supercoach AFL. Kidding. Yeah. It's very tight. So in NRL, I'm just looking at I'm top 10%. In AFL, I'm top 13% and my side's flying. Fire. It's just the weirdest year ever for me. I don't know what's happening, but I'll, I'm going to focus on that well, for the back end. Well, on that, <laughs> so, so Charlie, who runs the SC Playbook AFL <laughs> stuff, gives me a hand with her, a lot of the NRL stuff as well. AFL diehard, knows nothing about NRL, but he's just sort of putting all the stories together for the contributors. Yeah. I haven't got the update from him recently, but he was sitting at like 300th or something overall in the well. NRL. So Unreal. that made me feel a little bit better, I, I think. <laughs> you think? I don't uh, know. Anyway. Uh, lucky last, the SC Playbook Unlimited Group. $1,000 to the winner of that end of season. Raging Pole, still sitting third overall. He's been right up there for a long time now. So sitting pretty and, uh, mate, see if you can hold on. Price drop, SC Playbook, seven rounds left in the season. The NRL subscription package down to $20 uh, for the remainder of the NRL season. So if you've considered... Getting involved in it before but didn't want to sort of pay up. Now's a chance. Dirt cheap for the rest of the season then. You might want to do it in the future. Access to extra premium articles each and every week on site. Access to our subscriber-only WhatsApp chat. Has a stack of different threads from team advice to contributor-only chats where we drop our updated trade skippers as the week goes on. The late mail thread while I was overseas was absolute gold. Kept me going over there. Q&A, podcast, all sorts of different things. So uh, to get involved in that, head to scplaybook.com.au. Find the subscription tab in the menu. Fellas, let's get stuck into Teamless Tuesday for round 21. Firstly, at the Bunnies, they are back. They're stacked. So Latrell Mitchell returns, Jai Arrow, Campbell Graham, all the Origin boys. 
We'll get to more of them later. The big one, though, Spy, Tyrone Munro, I believe was the second most traded in player this week prior to team list. 200k, negative 88 or so break even. Looked that perfect downgrade to free up cash and have a playable CT dub. Out. So I do believe it is only a, a, quite a minor niggle. Uh, Matty the Waterboy, the Bunnies' number one fan, has informed us prior to the show. So not panic stations by any means, but certainly a blow for those looking to free up cash. Could you still go to him? I think I'd still do it anyway. I brought him the bye week mm. for his 90-odd. He looks incredible. Like, mm. honestly, it's as excited as I've been for a, bloke for a while. His, his hands, the time of his runs. Like, we saw early in the season with Isaac Thompson, who I owned and thought outside the trail and Cody, how good. He just didn't have that ability that great wingers do, like Alex Johnson, to time your run, hit it at speed and just finish those tries. Munro is all-time at that. His times that he's quick, uh, his hands are unreal. In short, I think I'd just probably grab him. If you are if you need to downgrade someone this way, just grab him anyway. Their run-up is coming. It's phenomenal. And you just hope he comes back from that injury. I don't think there's anyone else I'd really want at that price. So, but gee, I'm high on Munro. Ooh. We'll touch on a couple of extra ones. There's some well, actually the next biggest news of the week, and this is significant. Sifa Talakai Shark is with some mixed form, but that left edge has just been absolutely horrific defensively. Attacking wise, one of the best in the competition, but defensively, changes had to be made. And credit to Fitzy, he has made them. <coughs> Talakai benched. Matty Moylan has been well that. The wording wasn't dropped, but you sort of get the idea that was probably it. Uh, might be a niggling injury, I don't know, not confirmed. Uh, but Connor Tracy into centre adds a blow for Talakai owners. However, the Sharkies do have a really tough run. He's at 620k, so there's still value there. So not the end of the world, but far from ideal at this stage of the year. Yeah, I'm glad I don't own him, so I don't have to burn a trade. Because I reckon at this point of the season... Trades are going to be just gold, yeah. just with buyers and everything at the end of the year. And there's, there's always injuries. So <coughs> if you've got Talakai, you're just going to have to sell him now. I think you have to. Cause so there's one trade gone for some teams. So could plummet cash and all of a sudden he's yeah. 400k. And you just can't have that those dollars on the bench. And yeah. you, who knows when he comes on. But, yeah, disappointing for – I think Desi's got him, doesn't he? So disappointing for <coughs> – Desi and other owners. Desi, Guru's got him as well. I wonder if there's a chance he starts left back row. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I just I don't, the, 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 only thing would, the only thing it'd be like it's it's for defensive issues, so mm. you're changing. But much. I think well for what I saw last week. One on one he he just got player. skinned a bit last week just yeah. with pure pace around his outside. So if he's in the back row, that doesn't become a factor. Yeah. Maybe he does end up plugging that hole for Teague Wilton. Wouldn't shock. Mm. Yeah. That'd be a thought. That, that could be imagine if he's now in a back row. Yeah, so maybe if you can just hold on there, if you can do it this weekend, yeah. do so. Connor Tracy in. Uh, I just <coughs> think he's a great super coach player, Connor Tracy, but just with that Sharky's run and, and sort of question marks and job security, probably a bit of an issue there. Pretty handy additions just quietly. <coughs> Bring in Trindle and Tracy. Far Man, out. they could be like could very well yeah. be a better side. Yeah. Yeah. Stacks of guns back in, as mentioned. Reese Walsh has served his three-game suspension. He's back in for the Broncos, as is Payne Haas. AJ Brimson back after a rest for the Titans. Tino Fasua Malawi. He is gone for three weeks. Last week, I was tinkering with the idea, having 18 players at the time, that if Dave Fafita was rested, I was short of front row, which worked out fine, but I may have ended up flipping to Tino to plug the front row gap. If that happened and then he got the three-week ban, I wouldn't be. I would stay overseas. I was the same. If Fafita didn't get named Sunday night for resting purposes, I was going to bring in Tino. Thank goodness. He started on the bench, so that probably would have put you off. Although you would have to do it pre-flight or something. Yeah, something Yeah, it would have been really screwed. But like two – for any of the poor bugs that did bring him in last week – two trades this time of year when we're running so slim. Yeah, it's grim. Three-game ban ads. Hold or trade? Oh, trade. Yeah. Just too much money for like three weeks out of how many have we got left? Eight? Seven. Seven. Oh, even easier. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like Sefer uh, Talakai, the bonus there is that he's over 800K. So they've yeah. both been, this happened to both of them at, at close to max price. So it's not ideal, but at least you're in a lot of value for the trade. So if you're really short on trades, like really struggling, four or less or something, 
and you can cover him, but you might have to hold him. The That's issue the is that two popular front rows in Adam Fanua, Blake, Torhu Harris, <coughs> both have the bye for the Warriors next week. So yeah. I reckon there are probably a few out there running Tino and Salek Torhu combinations. And you, you simply can't cover him, in which mm. case you have to sell. James Tedesco back <coughs> for the Roosters. Joey Manu uh, moves back to centre there. Regan Campbell-Gillard, three-game ban out for Parramatta. We'll have a little bit, bit of a chat about the Eels later on because they become a very interesting side with a, a tough draw and a bye later on in the season. Nathan Cleary back for the Penrith Panthers. Boys, let's get to him now. Adds a match-up against your doggies who injury-riddled this season. It's been a tough one. She's going to some points in this one. Mm, could be. <laughs> could be. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a pretty obvious captaincy choice, isn't he? Like, I, I take out, obviously, my bias towards the Bulldogs. Penrith at Penrith. Five origin players coming back fresh as daisies, including him. We've, like, got, we've it, got more blokes out. Like, it's, it doesn't – it looks like a very tough matchup and clearly you would not want to – it would be a very tough watch if you didn't have him as captain, I would think. I wouldn't watch. Yeah. And, like, it, it could dead set be – don't say, anything, don't say anything silly. No, well, yeah. I won't do it. it, could, it could, no, I wasn't going to say score, but yeah. it could be the Bunnies or like the Broncos or, or one of these competition heavyweights. They said Penrith, full strength, back at home, post-origin, yeah. yeah. clearly back. It wouldn't matter. You'd still be terrified. Yeah, yeah. Spy, I think you just have to find a way, don't you? Yeah, there's got a bit of half-to-back chat coming up soon. We'll get, up, we'll get to Shawley. But in terms of Cleary, like the only reason you wouldn't get him is if say you're running like a SJ Hines or something and you're really low on trades, the absolute risk play is maybe he doesn't goal kick, maybe he redoes his hemi. There are reasons yeah. that but they're very minute. They don't cover off on the what he could score. So for me, he's coming straight into my side. But I yeah, it's 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 very risky, isn't it? I don't it's hard not to do it. You'd be literally banking on him doing a hemi again. Yeah. Which is it seems unlikely in terms of he's had an extra week. Short answer, he could go yeah. utterly mad. He was obviously close last week, and they've just said, yeah. yep. "Let's have the luxury of giving him an extra week. week." So it's 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 unfortunate timing for the Bulldogs to get Cleary oh, certainly back is fully firing. But I mean, so. he could go mental, couldn't he? That's sure. Uh, on the plus side for the doggies, <laughs> Viliami Kikawa adds extended bench along with Josh Adokar. Big Billy kicks. Christ, be good to see him out again before the end of the season. Which Chance this weekend Yeah I think he's uh, he, he must be close I think he had um, The flu or Something like that uh, Last week oh, Which set kidding? him back No <coughs> So I think Jeez. his body Was close But then he, he Got a bad flu So that That set him back So he's had to get over that So he, he's definitely close Whether he starts or not I, I don't know But it would be great To see him back Even just string together A few games At the end of the season To start getting A few combinations Going with Matty Burton On that left edge So yeah. Fox I'd be surprised I'd be surprised I mean I know he's A fast recoverer But Thought his injury was meant to be two or three weeks, not one. So, mm. be surprised if Fox played. But right. again, they've named him. So, we'll see how effective as a yeah. oh, sorry, mate. How effective will kick out be though? I've long thought this about players. He's been off for a long period of time. He's had the flu. He hasn't played any footy. If Penrith are relentless with the ball, he'd just be stuffed in fifteen minutes. And right? he's, he's, a, like, he's a behemoth. Like yeah, like is there not an opportunity to play eighty minutes in Reggie's or something? Then bring him through, or is it just a bit of desperation? Yeah. Um, I don't think you play Reggie's. <laughs> like if, but it's I like mean, if you look at our side, I think we need. Yeah, I, I think we need Viliami. Now again, whether you, you could still take the approach, I guess, <coughs> of saying if he's not if he's not a hundred percent, why bring him back for this game? I, that, that would be a fair point. But Just match fitness, even though. Yeah, but even yeah. if he plays fifty minutes, I, I don't know what they do with he him. He might play thirty minutes off the bench. I think that'd be more but, realistic. Yeah. yeah, look, I know he's a strong trainer and all that sort of stuff. So I, I just don't know where he's at. So I. Um, nah, if, he plays, week, if he plays, I'd be shocked if he played more than 40 minutes That's Yeah, I mean, we're not talking about him as a buy and super coach No, right? like, no, 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 no just a general that. rugby league question, rugby league question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone <coughs> would be keen to see him back Particularly Bulldog supporters yeah. But no one would want to rush him back Yeah, Because it's just not worth it Hopefully back to his best in two or three weeks anyway Yeah, he's like a new signing for the Bulldogs in some ways yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> only played a couple of games yeah. so, And he's a real leader of that team So Yeah and circling back to the Sharkies, yeah, Matty Moylan dropped, uh, Braden Trindle started. You mentioned that Teague Wilton is out. I haven't seen the severity of that, but it didn't look great after the game. Uh, Jesse Colquhoun, I believe you pronounce it, starts on the edge. Spy 216k, dual position, I think front row, second row. Provided he does start come game day, is he a, a, a cash-in um, option there with some point upside? Yeah, I think so. If you're, if you're looking for cash, 
I really do think though that he's not going to be the long, the left edge second row for the rest of the season. Yeah. I think it's going to be if Taylor Kai's not going to be centres. I think he's going to get plenty of minutes there. Surely Actually, Wade Graham. Yeah, Wade Graham. Teague Wilton could be back, so you might just get stuck with someone coming off the bench scoring your ten. Reeks of a nightmare. Doesn't yeah, it? so I'm not super keen, but look, if he holds that spot, could go well. Now. Fellas, bit of a, a pod hunting special edition, this one. So how we're going to do this is we're going to go through add your article from the SC Playbook website last week around true player ownership stats, breaking down uh, the percentiles of, of players in each position. We're going to go through each position, have a very informal chat about the low ownership players that could be worth a flyer for the run home. When I say low ownership, what do we reckon? Anywhere from... Sub 20%, sub 15%. Like, my thing is, if you're Older. in the... Sub 10. Sub 10. <clears throat> but even, like, the way I look at it, say you're looking at the top 10% or top 5% and mm. you're looking to get into that top 1,000. If someone's owned by 40% of people, 60% don't own. I yeah. still think that's... I think under 50 is still, still a pod. A lot, yeah. It's just not a mega pod. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> All right, so we'll start uh, at the fullbacks. Again, so these stats are not updated as of the weekend, so they'll be slightly tinkered, but they'll be pretty bloody close to the mark. Clint Gutherson, very highly owned at fullback. Will Kennedy, a surprisingly high amount of owners at around about 25% among top-ranked teams. <coughs> Reese Walsh is probably one to start at, fellas, and Walsh at just above 600k, he's very cheap. We know what he can do. One that I was semi-keen on at the price, but a very difficult draw for the Broncos has put me off him, Ads. Yeah, I, I haven't uh, looked at the draw in too much detail, but... Current, currently 3% owned among the top 1,000 ranked teams. Yeah, but geez, that's low ownership for a guy that was doing what he was doing earlier in the year, right? Yeah. He, he's such a good player. Like, we saw him go so well at Origin, so to me, if he can do that at Origin level... He can do it in any matchup, especially in a yep. good team like the Broncos. Yeah, I just think between him and Latrell, you've got two absolute guns coming back that are owned by three percent and zero percent. I take your pick. This probably comes down to who you can afford, but if if you get one of them as a pod, that's pretty powerful pod. Taking prices into consideration, which way would you lean out of Trell and and Reece Walsh? <clears throat> I would. Well, if it was taking price, into, oh, yeah. I'd have to have a look at the draw. Because what Walsh is about 180k cheaper. Bunnies have a great draw, but they do have a buy. Have a buy. Broncos yeah. also have a buy, but a t more difficult draw. Yeah. And we're assuming people are going for overall here, not head to head. Assuming overall, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, it's obviously you kind of say, yeah, Walsh is cheaper, do it. But equally, that means a lot of other teams are doing that. And then Latrell <coughs> becomes even more of a pod. He, he's just a superstar. I can answer this question yeah, very easily, Luttrell. boys. Mm. This is Latrell. He's got Brisbane this week, so I think he can afford to wait. You could also grab him. Don't mind either way. Break him to about 140 as well. So yeah, 140, yeah. yeah. After that, leading into a round 26 bye, West Tigers, Cronulla Sharks, St. George Dragons, Newcastle. <sighs> Latrell, goal kicking, fit and firing, we hope. Trail for sure. I am with you, Spy. Yep, yep. I think the trail is the answer there. <clears throat> and it, it poses <clears throat> a big question for owners of players like Clint Gutherson and Scott Drinkwater who are on a tear. Do you make <clears throat> the move to him, as we said, particularly with trades running pretty low? The other one there is, look, I don't think you'd buy him, but <clears throat> the Roosters have quite a good draw too. I still have James Tedesco. I got rid of him earlier in the season, but got him back at one point. He's got a five-round average of about 90-odd, I, I believe it is. And even his one – he had one poor score in his last five, six games against the Raiders. I don't mind him, boys. Yeah. Mm. And it could be a little pod play, Teddy. Freshen up after a weekend in Byron. Um, apparently not allowed to do that. He was just uh, playing for their season. Yeah. Um, he looked pretty good Origin 3. Just had a little bit of skip back. So I think that's mm. encouraging. Also, don't mind Reese Walsh. Whilst the draw is a little bit tricky, it's not disastrous by any means. If you can't afford the trail, <clears throat> Reese Walsh is a pretty damn good alternative. Yeah, but I, I'd nearly go Teddy over Walsh. I think it's close. Yeah. I think Teddy could finish okay. strongly. Um, Roosters, I mean, they could just really fall off a cliff, but Teddy just has such a crack. The other one, boys, I'll throw one more out here. This is, he's about 49%, I think, but it's close. But I sold him last week. Jermaine Asako. I thought he was more owned than that. So still more than... Majority don't own him. He comes into the Doggies next week. Newcastle, Roosters, Tigers, four games running. I'm pretty scared having sold. I just did it because I was sort of forced into it a little bit. I don't mind him if you don't own him or if you 
if you own him this week, I wouldn't sell him on the buy. I think you hold him for that run. He's also dropped to 597k, so you're not getting You lose your value. value. Um, there's obviously concerns. You and Aitken played right centre last week. He's not yeah. going to tip onto you. Christ, so that he's got hurts. Blue hands, doesn't he? Uh, so I think that hurts a lot, but he still managed to have his runs. He kicks goals. So I still think he'll do a job, but you really want Branko Lee back for him. I might be it. in the category of a slow learner here because <clears throat> I was never convinced that Sarko was a super coach mm. option from the start of the year. And so at the moment, I'm looking at him saying, when I see an opposition team have him, I reckon good. <clears throat> hopefully, he stinks up like he did last week. What did he get last week? He's got, a th- he's got a three round average of about 48, I believe it was. Yeah, he's yeah, still got like 36 though. or 7 versus. Three round average, 47. And he saw no footy. Yeah, he's, um, a lot, he's a lot better than I thought he was at the start of the year. I'll give you that. But. But I'm 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 happy to not have him as I'm happy to be anti potting him. Agreed, yeah, at his in. ownership. Yeah. I, I'm with you. And don't get me wrong, absolutely been burnt by him this season with a seventy four point average, but he is starting to come back to the threshold. Three round average forty seven, five round fifty five, by no means bad, but I don't mind the sell either. Spy, yeah. you're, you're sort of against it. I think if I still owned, I'd, I'd certainly hold for the doggies match next week and see what happens after that. But in saying that, if I was choosing Teddy or Reese Walsh, okay. I'd take yeah. them over uh, Asako yeah. if I was choosing. Anyone else there, boys? <coughs> no. 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 Moving on to CT Darbin. There's about a thousand people on this chart. <laughs> Uh, but boys, <laughs> uh, I'll start with one for you. And what we mentioned with that... I mean, we're looking here. Ruben Garrick, over 90% owned amongst top-ranked teams. Jermaine Sarko, over 60%. That may have dropped out like a little bit uh, last weekend. Ronaldo Mully Tarlow, holy Jesus Christ. Whoa. What do you got scored? Nine, Nine. and 13 or something in the last yeah, two weeks? It's been good. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing is that we were nearly all in it together, owned by over 80% of top-ranked teams. So... Charles Nickel Cookstad, far out. He's at 54% ownership, top 1,000, so very highly owned. Val's Do you want me to run 30. you through Spire's centres I've done today? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's like a new segment. Yeah, Spire's centres. Charles Nickel Cookstad, down to 45% now, so he's under 50. Warriors' run is phenomenal. It is. So I think he's a buy if you want to look at a pod there or a you semi-pod. Wait till they've got the buy next week. So. so after that, yeah, after that. See if you've got trades handy. Sevens, but Isaac Tungo, 7% last I checked. Uh, he's fine. How good is he? Um, yeah, in a decent run for Penrith <clears> in a gun team. Yeah, I think he'd be nice to own. Dallin Watane Zelezniak with that run after the buy at 4%. It's all going to that right edge. Yeah. Looking good there, I think, up your sleeve. Campbell Graham, 5%. Is, is he named this week? Yeah, so Campbell yep. Graham yep. was one I was going to throw <clears> you. Yeah. He's the one that's very interesting because... Because the Bunnies have a buy to come and they're such a popular supercoach side, we can't over-invest in them. And I feel as though <coughs> Campbell Graham's the one that might, people might avoid because they already own like people looking at Latrell Mitchell in, Cody Walker, potentially Cam Murray. Round 26 buy coming yeah. could make it tricky. So Campbell Graham is a, is a real <coughs> genuine option there. Bloody oath he is. Um, throw two more at you while we're going. Valentine Holmes is only 30-odd percent. It's worth eight hundred squillion dollars, but if you if you can find a way to do it, maybe you do. I'm I'm not going to look to get him at that price, but he's playing good for you. has <coughs> broken me this season oh. because people when he had that slower start, the averaging about sixty odd. I stuck there. I'm like, no, it's Val. Like he's doing this effortlessly. Held him as long as I could through to round yeah. thirteen, and then he was missing <coughs> three of four games at least through Origin. Flipped him. And he's and since that point he's averaged like 113. Gone ballistic. Yeah, absolutely ballistic. But I'm with you, Spy. <clears throat> I don't think I could pay up over 800k for him now. Ad, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think I think I agree with both of you. I think if you you look at it and think he should be the one who's owned at 80 or 90 percent, not someone like uh, yeah. Ronaldo and <clears throat> Manu and these guys. It's just because he's but had the awkward timing. Everyone did all the timing yeah. with the Everyone did what Man Tim did and sold him pre-origin. So those who kept him at thirty percent, it's actually <clears throat> such a nice pod for him. But yeah, I can't bring him in at those dollars I versus was, bringing yeah. in the Latrell or. I <clears> was <throat> so confident that like that was the play, missing three or four games, Origin coming up, <sighs> and then he went on to have I, I think his four best scores of the season. His next four games. That's like one of four or five things this year that's happened. That I was like. Just didn't see this coming, and yeah. it happened, yeah. and I didn't own them. Anyway, we, we, we need to put the tiny <laughs> violins away and get people to stop. Fl- anyway, be a bit more positive. I've got one more for you. Yeah. In the centres before we move to the next position. 
You're right centre, mate. Oh, Former right winger, Mr. Karaz. Oh. He based, when I say based with offloads and tackle bass last week, 72 in the yeah. centres. 13% well. ownership. I thought he went really well in the yeah. centres. 450k. Hmm. Mr. Jacob Karaz. Doggies, though. Yeah. Really? Well, he doesn't need to score points. That's, yeah. yeah. But All I'm saying is he can't do that every week. 450k. You wouldn't get him this week versus Penrith, but. Talakai, 23% owned in top 1,000. Yeah, yeah, geez. Uh, boys, what was, what was Isaac Tungo? That's the one that he was about. He was like seven percent or something. Yeah, and obviously against the Bulldogs this be week, a good it's way a good to get on for him. He's just on fire, that bloke. He is. Anyone else, boys, that stands out at CT Dub for you? <clears throat> for me, the pod move is not making a trade and not going sideways with these guys. Like I, I just, I feel like some of them are a bit sideways, mm. and I actually think saving the trade might be the Big pod move yep. of the week, not just in this position, but overall. But, <clears throat> you know, like Mulatalo could easily come out and get 100 one week just because they're two bad weeks and we'll all over-trade him out to get someone else in who could. He's still averaging yeah. 61, Mulatalo. Yeah. We brought him in for a reason, yeah. all of us. But How yeah. big at this time of year is, as we saw with Tino, because trades are so slim, if you bring a bloke in, gets injured, and you, you burn two trades for nothing kind of thing, it's like that's where it like comes into super. Because earlier on in yeah. the year, in mid-year, you can cover it, you make more trades, whatever. But this time of year, it can just be de- so detrimental. And, yeah. I, and I, haven't, I haven't looked at it in detail, but I can imagine there's going to be some weeks towards the end when there's teams on a buy who maybe we've got you know, five South players mm. on our side and suddenly we go, shit, I, I'm struggling to put together 17 Yeah, here. correct. This is where... Definitely. Depth in theory through the back end of the year. The big thing about it is that, and about depth, and as you mentioned, ads around the bunnies, there are some really popular supercoach teams with, with buyers still to come. The bunnies being number one. Parramatta have the buyer, I believe, around 27. Uh, the Broncos, who you know, people looking at Reese Walsh, Payne Haas, there might be a couple others in there. Uh, some what, very Warriors have got a few. Like Warriors have got quite a few own players. Exactly. So these are weeks where you, you'd be down a lot of key players if you overinvest. So. Look at the Warriors. The Warriors have got Chans, SJ, Torhu, AFB, Torhu, Jackson Ford. Heaps of them. They've got a bunch of players who Dallin. are very highly owned because of those origin period. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So massive one there. Boys, 5'8". Now, Caelan Ponga, this was leading into last... So these stats came out, I think, Friday you might have done them? Yep. So they would have been trades up to that point, yeah? No, because I don't see any of the trades until after the round. Okay, so leading to last So weekend. I think he'll be much higher owned. I think he'll be like 90% owned by yeah. all leading teams. So that would really uh, explain my demise last weekend yep. as the non-KP owner yep. or, or one of them. <laughs> so KP hugely owned. Cody Walker still about 50%. I suspect that has probably dropped off if Pong has gone up. I know a lot of people were going Cody Walker to him last week, so he's probably dropped to that 35, 40-odd mark. That excites me because the reason why I yeah. didn't want KP was I'm like, I'm not getting rid of Cody Walker. And then I was looking at the prices and I was thinking Cam Munster last week was my target. So I got yep. Cam Munster in and Munster <coughs> around at 20 to 25% ownership. So he's in, in decent pod range. But Cody Walker with that run to come, I'm so excited to own him. Uh, boys, in that – Cameron Munster's an interesting one here because at around the 20% mark, people, a lot of people probably running a Kalen Ponga and even Cody Walker combination there – is Cameron Munster a must-have or not? <clears throat> Definitely not a must-have. Yeah. A nice to own. I got him a few weeks back and Munster sort of does the same thing every year, doesn't he? He always scores pretty well base. Got the odd flattish game in him, which is like a 40 or 50. He's capable of tons, but you sort of – you'd have to worry when you own Munster. You just put him in and he, he'll do a job for you around the 70-plus mark. And you sort of just want to hope he goes up to that 85-90 to end the season. That's where he could be really beneficial, but – no, for me, definitely not a must-own. I, I think other blokes like Cody, as you said, could be just as good, if not better. He's a funny one. He's averaged over 70 the last four seasons, 69 back in 2019. Rarely goes big, big. So I don't feel yeah. like he hurts you, but very consistent. What do you reckon, Ads? Yeah, I've got him, and, and uh, I think the two weeks I've had him, he's averaged about 50, so... Mm. Is it- so it hasn't been exciting. and I th- So I don't think he's a must-own because he's not one of those blokes where you think one week he's going to be the, the captain that you're worried about not having. Whereas KP last week against the Tigers, you looked at him and said, geez, I need him because he's a captain material. Do so much damage there. Yeah. player against the Tigers. And I don't think Munster's ever going to be that. Cody Walker could be on a certain week. 
I don't think it's the same Munster can't score 140, 150. He just doesn't often do it. He yeah. often knocks out a 110 or something. He has to have it in him. Like, you look yeah. at his... He, no, he definitely does, but there's just... Yeah. I just don't think he's a captaincy option because he's not, not going to be yeah. a week we say... Because he's not a goal kicker, maybe, but... So I don't yeah. think he's a must-have, but he's a... No, I agree. He's not a trade out either if you got him. All right. Uh, Caelan Pong this week, 850k. Cameron Monster, 660. If you own neither of those, who are you getting? So it's Caelan and who? Caelan and Munster, 5'8". Oh, definitely Ponga. Yeah. At, at almost 200k more? I think so, yeah. If you look at his run coming up, it's not working for me, but it's pretty bloody good, KP. His goal kicking, he just looks unstoppable when he... So well, it has been against the Bulldogs and the Tigers. The so. died. Storm <laughs> in Newey uh, this weekend, and then Raiders down in Canberra the weekend after. Good games after that: Dolphins, Dogs, <clears throat> Bunnies, Tough Sharks, Meh, Dragons. Good run, but is he worth? I don't think he's worth two hundred k more than Cameron Munster. I, I really don't. What do you reckon? Uh, I brought him in last week, so I, <clears throat> I thought that was the week to get him in. I'm not rubbing into you. Because then his well, price was are. going up so much. Yeah. <laughs> his price was going to go up so much. I thought this week would be difficult to buy yeah. him in, which I think I think he is pretty expensive now. It's, it's hard to bring in any player at eight fifty, right? Because you're probably yeah. having to move someone around to do it. Especially when you look at Cleary. Like, I think you find the ways to do it in this position. We're looking at getting Cleary, Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. people getting Dave Fafita back. That two hundred k can get do a lot of things for you. But I, th- I think it's I think he's going to damage you not having him on the run home. Honest answer. When he gets a Head knock five minutes into the well, game. Maybe, maybe. So maybe. my thing would be, you look at your side and you say, who do I must, who do I absolutely have to have? If it's Cleary and Fafita, for example, you work out how you're getting him, getting him, then check how many trades you got left and how much money. Then your answer might be, well, I can't afford Ponga. Yeah. Or unless you give up a Fafita or a Cleary. So it might just sort of tick its own box in that Do regard. Melbourne have another buy? Sorry to interrupt you, mate. Uh, they don't, mate, no. So no buys for Melbourne, no, no. buys for Newcastle. But I just think... Barring a head knock, which of course could happen, we know that. Ponga looks as good as I've ever seen him. Yeah. I'm any party, oh, so stuff is yeah. both. <laughs> well, that'll make for a lively WhatsApp yeah, conversation I don't, amongst the. I wouldn't game. be as stressed this week against Melbourne, but like the Dolphins, Doggies, Sharks, Saints. Ooh, terrifying. A few home games. <laughs> Europe. Mad dog. <laughs> Cody Walker is going to hit 150s and anyone who sold him is going to regret it. No, I said have both. Yeah. (laughs) Mad Dog is going to do it. (laughs) Boys, halfbacks. Nico Hines, 100% ownership. Sean Johnson, he's at about 40% ownership. Nathan Cleary, people are going to be flocking to this week. Spy, let's talk about it now. Nico Hines. Can you antipod him? Because Sean Johnson has something like, he's at four tons in his last six games, has one outlier in that time. He scored really poorly against the Bunnies. That was in that torrential rain game in NZ. Put a line through it. Scrap that game. Can you sell Nico Hines as the ultimate antipod play? Because he's 100% owned amongst top-ranked teams and run an SJ and Nathan Cleary combination. Well, as we stand, I am. Jesus. <laughs> Do you know why I am, though? A, because this season's just been whack. <laughs> B, <laughs> nothing to lose. B, <laughs> yeah. I don't have much to lose. Yeah. My only issue is I still want to hunt down you, you and Clem. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I don't want that to cost me that. So, and four is I'm the biggest Australian uh, fan in the world. And I'm like, you know what? It's been a tough old Anton super coach Costa year. might have something to say about that, mate. I'll have him. Nah, actually, he, he's um, committed he's to Bunty. He's Warriors. He's committed Bunty. to Bunty, <laughs> so he can't, he can't have both. I love SJ so much. I'm like... Why don't I just spend a tough year? Why don't I ride him home? Let's just do it. See what happens. He's on foot. He's gone 127, 119, 112, 20, which does concern me because it was wet, but it's still 20. Yep. The draw is, line the draw is so That helps. Too. The draw is. Yep. How I'll, about I'm getting to it. The buy next week. Well. He plays a game less than Nico. He does, but Nico's got Penrith. Doesn't overly concern me. Full strength Penrith. Like, I'll still be nice. Only, no, that's but, fair. That's but I'd fair. be happy to play like a Tohu Harris type on your bench instead anyway. Mm. He also scored 75 when nothing went his way. It was crazy. The week before, you probably didn't see it in Europe. But And then 135, he dropped an intercept just before he went off with seven to go. If he caught it, he was so close. Would have been 165. 
which is crazy. Then he plays Canberra, Titans, West Tigers, Manly, St. George, Dolphins. I'm like, yeah. do we just jump aboard the SDA you, train? So you're talking, keep, are, you keep on commi- board, are, you, are you committed to this? Well, so far, I'm going to It's a big talk without. I'll get to my next yeah, point. It's a though. lot of talk. If it's very strong talk. It. I don't yeah. think you can sell Hines. I'm not doing it either. Bearing in mind, obviously, I own SJ. I'll give you the, the other upside is I've only got six trades left, right? If I sell SJ. That's sorry, significant. If I keep SJ, sell Hines, instead of going SJ straight to Cleary, it frees up 240K, which means I can go something like a Billy Smith to Latrell, which is huge, and keep four trades in hand. Otherwise, they go down to three. Billy Smith to Latrell's a big upgrade. Yeah, or a Blake Wilson next week to Latrell. Yeah. I can <laughs> do it. Hines... Against top, I have a crazy stat. I looked tonight. Nico Hines has only played five games this year against a current top eight side. What a run for the Sharkies. Mm. I know he missed a couple of games early. It gets early. difficult for the Sharks. It does. He averaged 69.4 in those games. He's worth 960K. He's got Penrith and South coming up. He also plays, though, Newcastle, Gold Coast, Manly, Canberra. So, like, there's still games... Yeah. But there's also not games where, oh, no, he does, Titans and Newcastle and stuff, so it depends how they're tracking. So it's going to be, it's going to be a worry not owning him, but at the same time, for 250k less, can SJ go close to him? Well, can I make yeah. it put it a different yep. way? Like a thing in your, so you've got SJ and Hines. Yep. You can make an argument that trading either of them to Cleary yep. is a sideways move and just burning a trade. Are you saying you just don't, don't get known? Well, because if, if Cleary's if, – <coughs> like SJ's got a great draw, Hines is a great player, like – there's no guarantee that Cleary's going to outscore them. You know, the so ultimate it's a, it's a dagger. Whereas I've got Jerome yeah. Hughes that I'm going to turn into mm. Cleary, yeah. which yeah, I think is, I think that is an obvious upgrade. That makes yeah. it easy. Yeah, and nope. so I, I don't. I, you could say just keep what you've got and, and not take it Cleary and save the trade. You know what my de- biggest dilemma in that is mm. this the week. dogs this yeah. Sunday. If it yeah, wasn't the dogs enough. this Sunday, I think I'd do that. I just. But do Penrith have a buy as well? I do not. They don't. No, they don't. Uh-huh. I'll tell you the other thing though. Like uh, coming back from hammy injury, <clears throat> does he go off after sixty? If they put a score on him, I mean he's probably on a lot. Typically, of when Penrith, they just don't like doing it. So they I'll don't. Just, yeah, I've seen him come off with like seventy-five into it, but and they also rest him the extra week. I, I don't <clears throat> think I've have it in him to sit him to bring him off early. Yeah, so I think I just prefer to own and captain Nath this week. Use that one trade, free up that money. I'd rather own Nath than Hines. I appreciate what you're saying for sure. And if it wasn't, if they played, you know, Brisbane this week, I'd yeah. happily do that. Yeah. But and and just sit on my heels for a bit. But yeah, this could week be could mid- be a it's, it's a, a week where if you don't have him and you don't captain him, <clears throat> and you know what, he's he's probably a semi pod this week as well. Like if he's four percent owned or zero percent owned, as he would be at the moment, or two percent, I uh, reckon he's going to be. Close to 80% owned by the time. It'd be interesting. Yeah, through right, the yeah. I haven't looked at the early trades, but... You're, you're probably right. Anyone who's serious to be... But it's yeah, still 20, 30% yeah, yeah. of people that don't own and won't captain them, so it's like, that can yeah, still make yeah, a fair difference. So, yeah. I mean, talk to me, boys. I don't know what thoughts are, but it, it all sort of goes on that little bit of, you know, I love SJ. It's been a shit year. Why don't I just ride him We've home? already spoken to you, mate. Yeah. We said get clear in and hold night, Nico. But yeah. you do you. Okay. <laughs> or sell Kalen. To him. No, the only way I can do it is just flip, flip Kalen. Sell one of them. Uh, boys, 2RF. <laughs> very congested at the top here. Jaman Hopgood, Joe Tarpany, obviously being Jewel, even Jacob Preston's at 54%. Britton Nicara, Toru Harris. Four of those five blokes, not including Preston, are all at sort of 85 plus ownership. Really big numbers, of course. Joe Tarpany, Toru Harris, a lot will be running them up there. Dave Fafita's at about 50 to 60% ownership. That'll, again, after this week, probably closer to 80% ownership. Johnny Bateman, surprisingly, at about 60%. I can't believe that many people jumped on. So there is a lot of pot op- opportunity here because of those Highland players, but also at this time, it's probably not the position to go it. The one that has come to my attention and has been on my radar quite legitimately <coughs> since round 12, Cameron Murray. I sent a... He's currently the 21st most traded-in player this week. I flicked a tweet out about 20 minutes before this episode, so he's probably going to be about the 41st most traded-in after people saw that with my form. Um, well, it's a terrible idea, actually. Isn't he like 482K he's or something? 482 So you can, you can downgrade a Jackson Th- that's Ford what I mean. or a John like Bateman. You can free up cash by getting yeah. Cameron Murray, who could very easily be top 
three scoring two RS by the end of the season. I would love to find a way to bring him in because he's such a such a super coach. I'll run you my scenario then, boys. I'm yeah. desperate to marry at that price. Yeah. It's just too good to pass up. I thought I'd be am, like top five most traded in. I self-admit I did not foresee how many guns would go down this year who I'd have to sell then bring back. Yeah. And it really hurt my trade plans. I'm mm. so far under what I normally am right now, which hurts. Would you go, once I get in Cleary and Latrell, which I'm looking at doing, I'll have four trades left. Would you go to three in order to just to go Ronnie Mulatalo, down to Cam Murray, bang in one, and stay with three, but have Murray in How stuck is your CT dub? Who, who would be your, your three benches? It, it's a bit skinny. That's probably yeah, why I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. In that case? Yeah. Especially that would make it skinny. If that's skinny, then your two RF's probably pretty stacked as well. So. It's, it's probably yeah. too stacked. So I, it's, it's I think a, it's just one of the ones I'm like, bugger. I don't yeah. think I can do it. So my issue with it is that Bunny's by, what are they, around 25 or something? So I own Munro, Alex Johnston, Cody Walker... And then I want I'm getting going to get Latrell in. You could have five. It's a yeah. lot. It is a lot. And if you add in possible injuries and stuff. Yeah. That be, actually I think it's around twenty six. It is. And I could flip one of the Bunnies players that week. Save a trade, flip one of them to get it down to one. <clears throat> the other question is is he going to be incredible to run on to own on the run home, or is he going to be really solid and average of sixty? And then you go, "Oh, it's good, but was it really worth the trade?" I mean, he hasn't run as much this year. I, I There's a reason he's four hundred eighty-two. Exactly, but yeah, I think he's going to. But I think post Origin, and with the draw, I think he's pretty attractive. But I think my issue is the same as uh, Spires, which is I just need to look very carefully at my centres to make sure I'm not going to have a problem mm. in three weeks' time when sometimes on a buyer yeah. if I get one injury. And I'm screwed there, so I'll, just, I'll mm. have to be careful. And saying all that, I'll tell you my centres. Joey Manu, Alex Johnson, Greg Marju, Mulatalo. I've got yeah, Billy Smith and Munro, who I really rate, rate Munro, but he's hurt. Yeah. I need to know he's playing. And I've got Blakey Wilson, just my downgrade yeah, can't there. can't do it. I yeah. would be flipping Connolly Lamuelu. As that backup centre though, who's still starting back row, doing pretty good things. But so. then there's risk of him going to the bench anyway. Yeah, so, so I think I just it. I think I just miss Cam this year. Yeah, he's, he's break even's about thirteen. It can wait a week. He learn a bit. Like yeah. I've got Brendan P. Kuru there, who got that eighty-seven on the week, and he learned some cash. So <clears> I'll potentially even in a couple of weeks. Hopefully, P. Kuru outs not outscores him as such, but um, generates a bit more cash in that time. Maybe even look to make that one. But uh, yeah, regardless, boys. We'll get through the next two quite quickly. Front row four, front row four picks itself. Payne House, Joe Tarney, Tohu Harris, Tino Zassel, Adam Fanul, Blake, Corey Horsburgh, uh, the big dogs. I wouldn't steer too clear of that. Ruben Cotter, just a little sneaky Ruben one. Ruben Cotter, Ruben yeah. Cotter. He's really yeah. cheap if you yep. need my beer. Uh, and the other thing with Cotter, Cowboys out of the eight, sitting in ninth position. They'll get decent minutes in there. Yeah, I think it could be to. okay. Hooker. Can you... Harry granted about 70% ownership. That's only going to rise this week. Can you anti-pot him? I don't think so. I don't have him and I'm, <coughs> it's hurting me. Yeah. And I because and I, I want to bring in Cleary this week. I, can't I can't bring both. in Harry this week. No, I can't do both. So so it's uh, it's hurting. The Knights middle's pretty ordinary as well. Like could do some damage through there. Mm. Yeah, I think if you've got Damien Cook and say Sonny Luke on the bench and you kind of like, do I go Cook to Harry? That's something you maybe don't do if you're really low on trades and you run with Cook. I think you do a good job coming home. Mm. I think Bunnies, they're sitting, what, eight or nine, they need to be good. So, if you're, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, Harry's, Harry's still got some potentially semi-low scores in him. Mm. I, don't, I think Cook might not be that far off him. If you already if own got Cook. Cook and Sonny, yep. I'm fine oh, to go Sonny to yeah. Harry. You've got that other buy, sorry, for the Bunnies you'd need. To play Sonny again, yeah. so that's yeah. where Harry. I, I, gee, I don't envy. I, I'm pretty light on in the front <coughs> row at the moment, and I'm feeling a bit of the pinch. I do not envy anyone running with still with Sonny Luke because geez, that, that must yeah. be nerves at hooker. Oh, he knocked out 31 in 10 minutes on the weekend yeah. as my AE. That that try assisted updated for him with 11 minutes left. He wasn't on yet, yeah. and my AE was 70. I'm like, don't that's bring him on, and then he runs on. I'm like, yeah. Um, just quickly, my thoughts around Origin guys are. This is where I'm really confident in him, just steaming home. All of them have that week off, most of them. If you've got origin guys like Munster, all these fellas, I think this is where they hit their straps. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they so always come back these last yeah. eight weeks and suddenly yeah. look so much better than everyone else. Yeah. This right? is when you want them. Yeah. Patty and George, Mortgage Choice SCW. Guys, normally I mentioned their expert, expertise, I should say, around refinancing, first home buying, debt consolidation, those aspects of their work. Uh, their passion, though, 
seen this uh, in the flesh. Their biggest service is offering education to people around financial well-being. They're putting this into practice as well by starting their own podcast, going live on Spotify this Thursday. Uh, dare I say it, something that Paddy was born to do. That man can talk underwater. In a nutshell, if you ever say at school, you know, you wonder why you learn about Pythagoras theorem, those sorts of things, uh, you'd never use it in life, but not how to lodge a tax return. This podcast is for you. The, the basics around finance that can help you in life, something super, super beneficial. They're short, sharp, snappy podcasts. They do a lot of interviews with you know accountants, small business owners, financial planners, uh, and make it concise and as interesting as they can to stay in touch with that and stay in tune. Follow TTY underscore the podcast on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, or like them on Apple, Spotify. To get the ball rolling for this week only, they've got a competition via their Instagram, their normal Instagram handle at Pat and George underscore SCW. Guess the correct score for the Manly v Sharks game to win a $100 gold class movie voucher. Uh, I'll tag that in the post on Instagram so you can get onto that one. Free crack at that. Remember as well that if you get in touch with them, mention SC Playbook to save $120 on a free consult. Boys, we've pretty well touched on our hot topics for the night going through all those players. Uh, but if there were any that we missed there, you know what? I did say don't reckon we would have. Sean Lane is one that I was going to mention alongside Cameron Murray. So Lane, as far as pods go, back to starting after having a really disrupted season thus far, 494k, he averaged 69 last year, but from memory that was like earlier on in the year he wasn't an 80-minute player. When he did become an 80, he averaged significantly higher than that. Spy, I know you love him. Back to 80 minutes, dirt cheap. Pod for the run home. Again, someone that can free up cash. I prefer Murray. Um, just looking at Lane at the moment, he's not quite what he was, or he's no. not even close to what he was actually at the moment. Not saying he might get back there, but by the time he does, it might be too late. Injuries have hurt him this year. As someone who loves Sean Lane and would have started the year with him, I'm not really looking at him over someone like a Murray at this stage. I want to see a performance first. Dylan Brown back could help yeah. when he comes back. Dylan Brown back will definitely help, mm. but Cam Murray's here, the man of those two at the yep. same price. Uh, most traded out, though. <coughs> Number two, Ronaldo Mulitalo, break even 147. Sharkies have a really tough run home. I know we've spoken a little bit about him, but what, what do you think it adds? Flip Mulitalo or hold? To be honest, I haven't looked at it yet, but I probably would lean towards holding just because I'm not worried about the break even. If I'm holding, I'm holding for the rest Doesn't of the matter, year. Doesn't matter, yeah. And I just worry that any trade sideways, and at the moment I don't want to make sideways trades. Yeah. I want to upgrade people, and I'm not certain that if I was trading him someone, it's an upgrade, just because the last two weeks. Like he's down to 524k. So like if you could yeah. go sideways price wise to Greg Marju or Valentine Holmes or Isaac Tungo Sweet, yeah. but you're paying up a lot for them. No, like you'd be going sideways to like a Jacob Carraz, and yeah, you get and you pick up 40k, but I'm not certain that Jacob's yeah. going to outscore. Mortala. So I, I just... He won't score nine, though. That's the thing. But no, yeah. no, Jacob But you also have don't have game. to play him in your seated up. You do, because you're light on. I right? do, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the 525 just means he's not sellable. <coughs> if you have a look at his, his draw, it's not, it's not ideal. Man this week is seemingly okay, but new combinations, no Moylan, new centres and the like. Then he has Penrith and South straight away. It's not ideal. Comes back to the Titans, which is good. Gold Coast, maybe. Knights, Canberra. So maybe that last month, if they found some combinations again, he could be pretty handy. Uh, my scenario would be I could go Mulatalo to Latrell this week, but I wouldn't mind maybe just having a little look at Latrell, let him drop in some price, and maybe instead of selling Ronnie, sell a Billy Smith next week for 100k less and just have Ronnie. I'd probably rather have played Ronnie than Billy, uh, but like it's, it's a tough hold after a 19 and a 9. It's, it's funny because oh. I'm happy to hold on to him and just play him in the softer games and, and not play him in the, the more difficult weekends. Yep. Like, but then, like, in your boy situation where you have to play him, it's like, well, you don't really want to have to play him, so you think sell, but then you already lied on for CT dubs, so you can't really afford to sell. So it's a yeah. tricky And if I knew Munro was so coming you're back... Trying to, you're trying to make us feel bad, but you've got, you don't have Callum Ponga. I'm just trying to make me feel good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, um, like, if I knew Munro... <laughs> so you don't have him. Who? 
Ronnie, oh, no, you do have. I've got you, Ronnie. You've got, you've got depth at centre. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he contributed well for me on like the last yeah. two. Billy Smith plays the Titans this weekend. I'm like, I'm reasonably happy to play him. He looked. I don't know if you saw the game on the weekend, but he got a lot of yeah, good footy with Kiri. Saw a heck of a lot of footy overseas. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Double NRL watch. Dangerous amount. Um, yeah. And shout then, out to the watch NRL. How good is it? Bloody, Bloody magic. Good. Um, it wasn't so good when I got up at five thirty on my birthday to watch <laughs> Bulldogs Knights. Oh dear <laughs> That oh was a rough dear. start at my birthday <laughs> <laughs> I mean the app works, works seamlessly But it was um, <laughs> That was a tough start to a not, day So you're saying it's not the app's fault But it was a tough And morning. then after that I went to the um, Day 5 of Lords <coughs> And oh. I watched Ben Stokes Start to smash his round I thought this, I'm cursed Yeah <laughs> Ben Stokes is about to win And thankfully Worst birthday What an innings to see yeah. Well no, I was going to say, I've, if I knew Munro was coming back next week for sure, I'm happy yeah. to play him the next month and it yeah. doesn't worry me as much. But if he's hurt, mm. I'm a bit skinny. Boys, lucky last, number eighth most traded out, Clint Gutherson, 905k. Now, my initial reaction to this was, <coughs> no way. Gutherson's averaging 79 in terrific form, low on trades teams. Why would you do that? The further I looked into it, 905k, top dollar, Parramatta's draw. Cowboys? Storm, Dragons, Broncos, Roosters, Panthers, round 27 bye. That is very difficult. Plus round 27 <coughs> bye where a lot of teams already own a lot of Parramatta players as is. If there's resting round 27, <coughs> I think sell. See you, Clint. Yeah. Mate, I've got Go him. You, neither of you got him, have you? No. Nah. So I've got him. And so you're telling me I can save money going him to Latrell? Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Draw. Do it for sure. The yeah, one thing you can do trade. with Latrell... Having a, he's got about a 140 break even as well And Brisbane and first game back from injury Because they're both going to likely drop a similar sort of price You can wait a week You can wait a week if you want Well I can't do it this week anyway actually yeah. Now I just realised Because I've got to free up cash To bring in Cleary So I need to find some cash Yeah and that More cash than Yeah but the uh, a, a Gutho to Trell trade next week Might help facilitate the, the Harry Grant move a little bit Yeah no next week Yeah, yeah. Um so, yes, I think he's a, a reluctant sell. If you are strapped for trades, well, maybe you've got to hold him. Boys, SC Playbook Podcast has partnered with Better this season, producing markets of our own. Last week, when I say last week, I mean about three weeks ago, the last time we had a market, Nico Hines into Will Kennedy, $3.50. Nico was about 75-plus fantasy points. Kennedy, end-time try scorer. That absolutely walked in. The Sharkies put a, a clinic on that game. This week, Nathan Cleary on return, 80-plus Official fantasy NRL points into a Brian Toto try at $3. Uh, the only book you'll find offering fantasy NRL markets. Link to that market will be in our YouTube description or across our social channels tomorrow. If interested, please use those links as it lets better know that we sent you. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghoponline.org.au. Boys, round 21 trades and skippers before we wrap it up with a few questions. Uh, Spy, I'll start with you, mate. What are your trades and skippers for the week? It's a bit sad over here thinking about having to maybe sell SJ. <laughs> Bugger it. I'm keeping him. <laughs> Save a crack. Holding holding SJ. Holding SJ. Uh, Captain Nath, of course. Vice. Is that then your Heinz to, Heinz to Cleary is the trade? So, trades first. Yeah. Heinz to Cleary. Yeah. Uh, oh, free up 140 odd. Cronulla in free fall. <laughs> With one loss. <laughs> And Muli Talo, I just, I don't really know what to do. I'm sort of thinking I'll just go straight to Latrell. Taruva back down to the centres. Yeah, I might wait a week on that. I'm just having to decide. Yep, but if I don't sell Ronnie now, I'm not selling him next week. Pretty much, yeah. Because yeah. any sub 500k. Yeah. Like so maybe I'll just run a Billy Smith play and then hold Ronnie this week. I'm, I'm a bit torn on that one. But we will see, boys. It's a tough few days ahead. I can see it already. Might just have to put the foot down. Yes. Um, Nath, uh, Nath Skipper, VC, Fafita, Sadiavo. Yeah. Ads? Uh, I actually haven't looked at it in detail, but I'm, I'm going Hughes to Cleary. But I, need, I think I need to get a couple of hundred K to do it. So it'll probably be someone like Tafare to a 200K or maybe even that Shark Float to 16K. Yeah. I've got Munro, yeah. So I've just got to free up a couple of hundred K and I want to do it with either Tafare or Harry Edwards. One of those guys will go. To free up the cash, just got to work out who. Could, so would uh, you'd need more than the Gutho to trail? Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's a bugger. Yeah. That'd be gold. Yeah, I need two hundred. I think. 
Uh, but, I, but I have to get Cleary in, and Cleary will be the captain, obviously. VC? Have a look. Don't even... Won't uh, matter. It won't matter. Because what, what would your yeah, VC have to score what, this week? There's too many players this week playing. Yeah. yeah. What's the VC have to if score? If Fafita rocked out 100 and... I've got Sonny Luke. Is that done now? <laughs> but you'd probably have to go 140 plus to consider it. And I'd see I'd have to drop. 140 plus minimum, but I think oh, the way I'm just rolling Nath this week. Yeah. I don't think it matters. I'm going Mitchie Moses to Nathan Cleary will likely be my only trade. Uh, Skipper will be Cleary, VC, James Tedesco against the Titans. And I'd need 140 to 150. I don't have any duds as such in my team. So I, like, I don't have you, Sonny Luke. I don't think I have any bench players even. I've got Madison, who I'm hoping will benefit with RCG going for three weeks and get a few extra minutes. He was one of my back row pods, actually. Maddo, yeah, he's yeah. Pretty so large. I think he, while he hasn't been great the last two weeks, brought him for that round 19 coverage. But I uh, hope he benefits with RCG out. Few questions then, we'll wrap it up and we'll start. They're both those questions to start, actually. But um, <clears throat> a question spy from Professional. Best strategy for head to head coaches for the run home. Next week on the podcast, and we'll get an article up online as well. We'll do head to head specific chat, um, finals planning, who has the best runs, that sort of stuff. Uh, we'll get that sorted. Uh, but yeah, just a general strategy for head to head <clears throat> coaches, and probably around trades. I think two targets for me. One is. Do what you can to lock in a second chance in your thing. Top so four. whether that's top two, top four, every every league's different. Very handy to get that. But I st- m- m- most would be running. The majority would be running off a top eight system, though. Standard NRL finals, yeah. I think there's a few different ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. The one I'm in, I think, is top five. So yeah, um, check your settings there. I think if you can get that second chance, very handy. But I don't think it's more important than having a solid team and a couple of trades up your sleeve. I think. Come head-to-head finals, prelim, grand final. If you're going to win the comp, it could be a case of having a couple of extra trades that you could use now up your sleeve to make a make um, a move. People might have buys. Yeah. And and just looking at what round your semifinals and finals are in and who's on the buy. Yeah. I think that's the other big one, right? You don't want to be sitting there with a bunch of Souths players and they're all out. A South round 26 because that's yeah. grand final week. Yeah. yeah. So I think probably you, don't, you don't want the same thing the week before either because then you won't make the grand final. So. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't load up too much on the South if I'm in head-to-head no. and your grand final's round 26. And I think the Broncos are one of the other teams around that time. Yeah. Maybe they're the week before or the week before that. So Yeah. So if yeah, I'm and, South... And then, and then para round 27 for anyone who has a grand final set round 27. Maybe, yeah. I, Maybe. I'm like, even, even when <coughs> I was looking at Cam Murray trading to my bunnies, I was like, I'm obviously so overall focused, but I'm like, well... If I am in grand final that week or prelim finals with him, like I don't follow head head closely, but I also don't want to throw it. If you're in it, you like the win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do think yeah, if I you do, roll, it'd be a nice consolation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, but just, seriously, like yeah. we're not we're not going to win overall. But I think if you roll four or five bunnies into round twenty six with their draw, Tigers, Sharks, Saints, Newcastle, that gets you to the grand final. If you've got a couple of trades up your sleeve then to go from four or five to two or three, mm. then you can win your grand final with that. So yeah. I still think Souths are important to get you there. Yeah. But, I mean, just be aware. You might have to sell a couple. That's where trades yeah, come yeah. in. Yeah, I, I had, like, I've got a, got a run of about six or seven years on the trot being top 1%. So that's generally the goal going into <coughs> the season, or the goal is to win it. But, you know, as you sort of slip a bit further back, it's all right, let's get the top 1%. And Sydney, like, sort of 3,000. I'm like, cool, peak for the run home, very confident. Last week just went, oh. Out the window. Went, Out the window, please. <laughs> <laughs> just, just work to do. <laughs> um, question, another Eels one. Supercoach Fanatics, absolute legends there. Go give them a follow on Twitter and Facebook. Great group there to be amongst. Lads had Cardi, Bryce Carrot since day one. Probably the revelation of the season. Now over 600K, time to upgrade to Haas. Spy, what do you reckon? Bloody oath. Yeah. yeah, Cardi's going well, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, can't believe he's six hundred k. I haven't paid yeah. attention Mate, that closely, but if, if, I mean, if you've held to this point, and like, first of all, that's a remarkable effort, and uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be leaving the party and yeah, cash in, yeah, cash wow. out, go home while yeah. you still can. Question: Get a Good night, sleep, and enjoy the benefits. Owen Williams, Adam Fanua Blake, or Payne Haas as a trade in at front row, Adam. I've got neither of them. I'd love either of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd so, say, so, well, that, what a luxury to be contemplating it. Yeah. I would say Haas just because I know they've got a buy as well, don't they? So they've both got a buy. I think either of them. I'd really just comes down to who's going to score a try. ASB's played so well. Yeah. And he's got a good draw. Spy, 
I think Payne Haas. <clears throat> so Haas is averaging 74 this season. He scored one try and set up one try. There's only these real sort of major attacking stats. Not that, as I always say, you don't expect them with front rowers, but basically he's scratching the surface. Like the ceiling is there to just jags one here or jags an assist there. We know he can do it. Uh, Adam Fennell Blake, tremendous form, but has scored a lot of tries. Not to say that can't continue, but Haas is basically doing what AFB is doing without the tries. So yeah, I I'm, can paint Haas as the man. I'm paying Haas. Quite, in fact, I'm, I confidently would go with Payne Haas. They're averaging like the same. Fanua Blake's got six tries, three try assists, and he may well keep that up, but you don't have to worry about it with Payne. Yeah. Scores it anyway. And, yeah, and then if fair. he does, Jack, if he tries and assists, he yeah. averages 90 in that time or 100. Mm. Uh, question from Zach Cloggan. Is Cleary <laughs> or Fafida a bigger trade target this week? Cleary, the big break even. Fafida, I think, is you know pretty mellowed <sighs> out. Uh, can't get both. Adam, who would you go with? Cleary. Cleary? Knife. Cleary, Cleary lock and load. And... To wrap it up, Jay, do I play Tarpany or Torhu? Will Torhu play limited, limited minutes again this weekend, Spy? He only played about 35-40-odd on the weekend. It was a bit of an odd one. and Clearly got a spell. Yeah, yeah just because they had the gap. He did come off really early, though, as well. And then he came mm. back on late for a brief stint. Yeah, and then I think he went back off because they were winning so yeah. easy. So my guess would be he's probably back to regular minutes, but the worry is you're guessing, so why not just play Tarpany, who you know is going to do his Absolutely. thing? Absolutely. Yeah. Right, boys, let's wrap it up for NRL Supercoach Round 21, the SC Playbook Podcast. Spite, thank you, mate. Thanks, gang. So before we go, am I mad to keep SJ or can I do it? Don't second-guess yourself. I don't, That's, mad. I, yeah. I don't think it's mad. I'm he, he's got such a good draw. <laughs> I'm only doing it because I love him, though. Mate, the last I don't know if that's a good reason. About, the last time I remember <laughs> you do, talking about a player like this was Dallin. You didn't go with your gut and it cost you a lot. He's been you, a fire you, you, Every time you make a bold call and it comes off, you sit here the next week and you say, why didn't I just back myself? Just back yourself. Yeah, if it was the same logic as normal, I would not hesitate. You're not entirely mad, no. If yeah. you're in the that's top all I want to hear. Yep. If you're in the top 100, I would say, I don't know that that's the, yeah. the, the anti be going for to, to win it. You, respectfully, you, you're not in the top 100. I have so to beat. It doesn't really You know, it's like, equally as important. I have <laughs> to beat Clem. Beat us. I have to beat Clem as well. Yeah. Clem uh, <laughs> is also Sydney bound in uh, coming weeks, so yeah, should we get her on before season's end? That's my decision. Yeah. Spies not going to sleep until Friday. That brings me joy. <laughs> Ads, cheers, mate. Thank you, man. Go the dogs. Go the dogs. Go cheers, the dogs. guys, and thanks for tuning in. <clears throat> Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.